0: Soul
1: S O U L Soul Inside
0: 835 and Elizabeth Hong, Cedric Sky Sady, our Soul Insiders with Soul Inside. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Good morning. We are here.
0: <laughs> and uh, well, let's go straight into it. We've been fed, haven't we, today by the main opposition Liberty Korea Party leader, Hwang Yoan, who mm-hmm. made a controversial remark saying it's not fair to have the same wage system for Korean locals and foreign workers because foreign workers have contributed nothing to the country's economy and they don't pay tax, or suggesting they don't pay the same level of tax, uh, sparking immediate cr- criticism from all sides. Mm-hmm. I know my wife wasn't too happy hearing that because she knows that we ha- have to pay quite a lot in tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, actually, the rate is not very high, but the amount adds up. Uh, right. I, I, I say the rate's not very high because, I, you know, coming from a country where the like the UK, where the welfare state means that the, the tax rate is considerably higher than here, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like that is something to point out. Although there is this national insurance payment here, which does definitely add up as right. well. Right, good point. Um Nevertheless, as a foreigner, I think, well, as three foreigners in the room, (laughs) we can all all say that we're paying more than nothing. Yeah, I mean, we
2: are paying our taxes. So for him to say something such as contributed nothing, you know, I think that's kind of extreme.
0: Um, I mean, this is something that came up in the last few days. And it's it's sort of added controversy to the the issue that we wanted to discuss anyway, which is shedding light on being a foreign worker in Korea and Mm -hmm. what visa options we have. I, I think I'd, I'd say straight off the bat that my options were just greatly expanded by getting married. But I think it's terrible advice to have to get give to people. Like marrying a Korean national shouldn't be mm. the main route to opening up your work options.
2: Right, right. And as we're going to discuss today, there are a lot of options. So definitely we need to get some in-depth details going on today, right?
0: And and, and Cedric, what about for you? I mean, because both of you are unmarried, right? Yes. That's correct. Just, just mm-hmm. to put that out there. So, so you've both been able <laughs> for to, the record. To, to actually expand your working options without necessarily
1: right. going a- down that road. Yeah, absolutely. So I came over with very limited options, and then I quickly switched over to an option that uh, that's actually similar to the same as Liz. Right. Uh, we're able to do a lot more, which we'll talk a little bit about. But it helps that both of you more. have Korean heritage. Absolutely. Exactly. With so it does pieces.
2: make it a little bit easier for us. Us, I think, compared to other
0: people. There are people working in the... I mean, the media is what I know best. Um, There are people who I know who work both here and elsewhere in the media who have been able to do so without getting married and without having Korean heritage. Mm -hmm. It just... It's a commitment for all sides. It involves visa sponsoring and various different steps to go through. Can you give us some numbers, please, Elizabeth?
2: Yes. According to Statistics Korea, as of May 2018, foreign workers in Korea were estimated to have reached a little over 1 million, which is twice the estimate. 10 years ago. So, which is why we're kind of on this issue because there is a huge number of foreign residents living in Korea. And uh, this figure includes 884,000 foreign workers with visas, plus some 35,000 with naturalized citizenship. Um, All of them are known to have contributed to generate 86.7 trillion won, which accounts for 4.6% of total GDP last year. These are in terms of paying taxes. So, In response to, I guess, you know, the Liberty Korea Party leader, Hwang kyo who who's mentioning about how foreigners don't contribute. Well, these numbers show that definitely they are contributing a lot and paying taxes. Uh, In 2007, the total came up to $364 won that we've paid in taxes. So something to take note there. Definitely a lot of foreign workers are doing their duties, you know.
0: I'm often asked, though, let's say I'm in a taxi. Uh, Are you a teacher? <laughs> and there, there, there is this perception that uh, being right. a foreigner in Korea means that you're teaching English. But, Cedric, actually, there's quite a bit of diversity.
1: Absolutely. There's more than just foreigners teaching English here, though that is a common job type. But there are different types of jobs that foreigners can get here. And so, just to name a few, specialized skilled jobs uh, for Korean and also foreign-based companies located in Korea, such as maybe a software developer or IT computer engineer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could also be in the food services industry, mm-hmm. or you can also own a business. The thing is, in
0: some of those cases of specialized jobs, people are coming here... Being hired by a firm, and they, you know, they're arriving on that basis on some right. kind of uh, an expat package, which can be pretty comfortable. Right. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but really, we want to also discover or discuss perhaps further how people might be able to come here on a certain basis, change career paths while in career, right, and, and not be completely inconvenienced by doing so, or. or just flat out prevented from doing so. Can you just take us through some of these letter visas, Cedric?
1: Absolutely. So there are, let me just say, there are tons of visas. And so because of time limitations, we're just going to go over a handful just as examples. Mm -hmm. And so let's look at the E, F, and D visas. Now, obtaining these visas have varying different requirements, and uh, let's look at the E visas. So, for example, you have E1, which is the professor visa for people who wish to give lectures or conduct special studies at a college or university in Korea. E2, again, this is a very common one, Um, foreign language instructor, such as an English teacher in a public or private academy. And also, uh, public school, let me just clarify. E6, which is the artistic performance, I think you kind of alluded to this, Alex, entertainment visa, um, which is for those who plan to engage in uh, profitable activities such as music, fine arts, professional acting, or professional entertainment activities in accordance with the Public Performance Act. And the D8, Uh, is a corporate or foreign investor visa. So this is for individuals who wish to start up a small business in Korea, and this requires a minimal investment of 100 million Korean won. Mm.
0: That number's changed over the years as well. I I hear people saying different things over time, but Mm. one thing to point out here is apart from money talking in that Mm -hmm. last case, you need someone locally to play ball to help you out with those other visas. Yes,
1: many times. So a Korean local... um, with some sort of credibility or some sort of history here. So, yes, uh, that is required. Now, if you don't have 100 million Korean won laying around to start a business, but that's something that you're interested in, there is another way to do that, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes. But first, uh, we were able to talk to a few foreigners in different industries with different visa types to share with us the nature of their work and their experience attaining the visa. So the first one we're going to listen to is an E2 or foreign language instructor uh, who... uh, again, represents one of the most common cases. So let's take a listen.
3: I'm Jessica, I have an E2 visa and I'm an English teacher at a Ahagwan. I think the E2 visa is probably the easiest to get for those who come from native English-speaking countries because there's not a lot that's required. Normally you have to have at least a bachelor's degree. A lot of them require a TEFL certificate. With an E2 visa, the job opportunity is essentially mainly teaching. There's a lot of different types of teaching you can do though, depending on your qualifications and what you want to do. You can work at a Ahagwan, which is usually after school and that could be anywhere from kindergarten kids who are early morning shifts to high schoolers or even adults have hagwons. You can be at a public school. I obtained my visa originally about two years ago and in order to obtain it I worked with a recruiter and my school did most of the paperwork but to get the visa you have to get your FBI clearance which is probably the hardest part. You have to send in like your fingerprints and get certificates saying that basically you don't have a criminal background and then you also have to send in like a possible documents. And then the school handled the actual visa process. But after I got all the documents, I think it took a couple weeks to get the visa.
0: Yeah, so E2 uh, is actually one of the most straightforward ways. It can involve a few hoops. You can be messed around by employers Mm -hmm. very far away when you're in some other country and you're trying to get it all sorted. I'm not saying it's completely easy for everybody but Mm -hmm. basically if you want to come to korea as a foreigner one of the easiest ways to do that is get an e2 visa the the thing is it's pretty limited and um it's not necessarily something that you're going to want to do forever i'm sure some people have managed to do it for many many years but um it doesn't necessarily give you the feeling like you're going to have long-term security. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And
1: again, you have to renew that every year based on the contract that you're under. Right,
2: and you would have to have a school that's sponsoring mm-hmm. you, right? So absolutely. that's a hard one. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but there there are other cases too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So let's take in t- let's take a listen to these.
0: I'm Michael Subley, I'm from Australia. I work in business development for an Australian company and I have a D8 visa. It means that I'm allowed to stay in Korea for as long as I have a contract. It's renewed for me it was two years. So after two years I can renew that as long as I still have a contract. I guess compared to the tourist visa I can stay as long as I have a job. For me the company handled it. Um, They did everything. They just told me what documents I needed to provide. We also did it through a, a third party. I think there was one time I had to go into the immigration office or something to do a quick interview. Um, but that took less than five minutes. That was the
4: last step in getting the visa. My name is Matthew. I have an E seven visa, and I work as a software engineer for a nonprofit organization. Well, the E seven visa it allows you to work in any I guess you would call it, professional job in Korea. It could be like, for instance, my background, software engineering, could be like any software, computer engineering type job. Uh, It could be, say, like an international school. A lot of the teachers will typically have an E-7 visa instead of an E-2. The E-7 visa, depending on your immigration officer, they'll typically renew it for two to three years at a time. It gives you flexibility to move between companies, so if you want a new job, it's not that difficult to transfer over. In our case, because we're a non-profit organization, we're a little um, uncertain if we could get a software engineer a visa because it's not a typical situation Uh, and actually the immigration officer said they never encountered anything like that before so we went through an organization who provides like recommendations they basically kind of certify that you have like certain credentials like a bachelor's degree a master's degree in this verifying that you have a certain amount of experience so you get like a recommendation from them first it was called a gold card at the time And then you take that and then you go to the immigration office and that will help to expedite your application. I think the most challenging part of it is you kind of have to prove why a Korean can't do the job that you can do. But other than that, it was relatively straightforward after we got the recommendation.
0: So that's a little bit more tense perhaps than getting the e2 i say tense because there are sometimes reasons why people want to be here in a hurry uh Mm. sometimes those are romantic reasons that was my case when i first came (laughs) here to korea i didn't want to waste any moments and i actually didn't want to come here either on a tourist visa because uh i was uncertain about the whole process of getting it renewed i i know lots of people since then who do the whole like Go to another country, get it renewed Mm -hmm. and come back. But I I just wanted to have something in place that would be a bit more secure. So Mm -hmm. I actually, initially, when I very first came here, took a little bit of a career break, did the E2 thing and then switched over to the married F visa and Mm -hmm. then had the freedom. As I said, I think that's great advice only if you're planning
1: on getting married. Right but that's not for everyone (laughs) not for everyone not for everyone so let me draw your attention to the F-type visas since we're on the subject now here's a list of some current F-series visas we have the F1 which is visiting or joining family here in Korea F2 which is the long term resident which I'm going to talk more about in a second the F3 accompanying spouse, F4 is the overseas Korean visa now this is the visa that uh, myself as well as Liz we mm-hmm. have and so just to briefly talk about that I came over with an E2 visa last year when I mm-hmm. first moved here and then I immediately switched over to F4 because my mother is Korean and she she actually renounced her Korean citizenship which qualified me to apply for the F4 so th- as long as they can verify that I am my mother's son and also that she used to live in Korea mm-hmm. um, I think and, you have quite a similarity to your mother if I've I saw heard photos that. of you side <laughs> yeah. by side I've heard that
4: <laughs> so that's so how I pictures. switched over right <laughs>
1: because I wanted that flexibility immediately so even in the middle of my contract or even at the beginning of my teaching contract I was able to switch over what about mm-hmm. you Liz
2: well for me I was also uh, because I'm both my parents are Korean but for me I guess since both my parents are I have to go through my father's kind of line right. so I have to prove uh, with my father's records um, and then also both of my parents are US citizens mm-hmm. so i had to come here and then denounce for them like their nationality yeah. um, or renounce <laughs> wait what's the word
0: renounce yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't <laughs> want to denounce them
2: um, you don't want to get to know my parents trust me <laughs> i was thinking of the korean word in my head which is cook mm-hmm. sangshir and so um, i had to do that for them first and then you know there's a lot of paperwork involved but i think for us f4s once we get it then the whole renewal process is a lot easier right right
1: mm-hmm. so so that's the f4 f5 which is kind of like the f4 uh times 10 is the permanent resident foreign resident visa Mm -hmm. so that allows you to stay here a long time that's more of a uh, green card so to speak and then the f6 which is what alex has uh, is a foreign spouse so you're married to a a, uh, korean national
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i'm Mm -hmm. just looking at my i always get confused because people ask me are you which f are you and yeah it is f6 (laughs) but it used to be F2, and they switched me over to F6 at some That's point. That's right.
2: Mm, you have a blue card, I just noticed. We have a yellowish-beige mm-hmm.
0: card. Right, right. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, color, different co- color. colors are different. So yours is more like, the, I think, the local one then, right?
2: Slightly similar, mm-hmm. I guess, a little more.
0: Uh, so they're all slightly... So, I mean, they're quick identifiers. Mm-hmm. This is my driving license. It's more of what your color is, I guess. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's um, talk a little bit more about something. I mean, it does get a little bit complex when we talk about all these numbers, mm-hmm. the... Uh, F two, the F six, the D eight, the E's, etc., mm-hmm. etc. We've not even talked about some of the people who are actually able to come here on on other kinds of visas, either to be missionaries or mm-hmm. or right. even uh, seeking refuge in this country, for mm-hmm. example. That's, exactly, that's a
1: whole other area again tons Mm -hmm. of visas we don't have the time but let's focus on the f2 visa the advantages and the requirements Uh, with a bit of time and effort a foreigner may be eligible for the f2 visa which gives again great degree of flexibility because a visa holder uh, does not have their visas tied to a particular contract so uh, how you can get it is if you're a professional here in korea Uh, That acquires the residency status through the point system. And uh, an advantage is their spouse and child can also obtain the residency status. So the Mm. F2, which is pretty cool. Um, The resident status allows for the visa holder to engage in a wider range of employment activities. And the maximum period of stay must be up to three years. So you get more flexibility with this. You can work. Uh, here in Korea or not. Now the thing is, there is a time limit. You can't just stay here for years and years and not work. But it does give you the option when you're between jobs. Um, it gives you again way more job options. You can also start a business without the 100 million Korean won. So that's a plus, and you don't right. have to renew, You don't have to worry about renewing every year, or you don't have to worry about your job contract expiring, having to renew. And so how to be eligible for this, just to go over it briefly, it is a point-based system uh, where you have to have a certain level of points in different categories. And so some of the requirements and criteria include your age, you get a certain amount of points for your age, your academic career, also uh, your Korean language proficiency. Mm-hmm. So they look at that and uh, they need the uh, standardized test scores for that. And also your income, what you're contributing or able to contribute to Korean society. And there's mm-hmm. other weighted criteria such as uh, if you completed a social integration program such as the KIP, which is the Korean Immigration and Integration Program and uh, whether you've had experience studying korean so there's so many different ways to qualify to gain the points and you need a total of 120 points to qualify for this visa
0: mm.
1: i'd be curious to give it a go just to see mm-hmm. just to, just to know what many of, <laughs> how
0: many points i would get i have no idea uh but one thing that i wanted to say coming back to the uh leader of the main opposition's comments, Wang Yuan, about foreigners not contributing Mm -hmm. Mm. enough. The context of that seemed to be that the um, minimum wage should have apply only to koreans and that right. uh, foreign workers should be able to be paid less than the minimum mm-hmm. wage and that the appeal of that would be to smaller business owners who could then hire foreign workers and pay them a lot less the flip side of that right. is that in certain communities in the country smaller businesses will only be hiring foreigners um and they may be foreigners who speak perfect korean and mm-hmm. and not hiring local workers right. and point. for those unskilled local workers potentially if they happen to be unskilled jobs mm-hmm. they'll be missing out on jobs right. and and, and the foreign workers will be undercutting them and and some foreign workers might even be happy with that circumstance i don't have no idea but it, it's a highly controversial suggestion it goes right. without saying but mm-hmm. the but the but the longer term context uh, another big problem with what he's saying is that we're going to rely on more foreign workers with the birth rate being so low mm-hmm. and with the population size dropping japan is talking about this Many countries around the world have been talking about this, the need to rely on immigrant workers mm-hmm. just to do the jobs.
2: Right, right.
0: And 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 if you've got this controversy over what Huang Yuan said playing out, you can imagine how problematic that would be mm-hmm. on a bigger scale than the four point something percent GDP you, you mentioned before, right, Elizabeth. Right. Um, so those are big considerations with the foreign community. And speaking of the foreign community If we look at the numbers, over 36% of foreign workers in Korea don't actually apply to any of the visa numbers we've just said. They Mm -hmm. are either e9 type or h type visas elizabeth i know we said we weren't going to mention them all but you've got to clarify right. what they
2: are uh, we, could, we must include these people as well uh 36 as you mentioned foreign workers and as you've said these are the people that we you mentioned about you know be, taking on those maybe those blue collar jobs or you know the e9 visa for example is a non-professional work such as agriculture construction fishery and service uh there's h1 that's a working holiday visa for individuals who wish to study travel or explore the country while working temporarily to support their trip. And these are usually valid for 12 months. Um, and if from we are another country like the U.S., they do say it can be extended to 18 months. But there's also the H-2 working visa for those who are uh, descendants of Chinese and Russian-Korean diasporas.
0: Speaking of the I'm kind diaspora, of surprised, though. Wouldn't mm-hmm. they just be on a similar deal to you guys? It's not one of the F-numbers.
2: Right, mm-hmm. right. But I guess uh, for us... Um, f4 would just be more plausible Yeah, no, but, I, but i'm
0: wondering whether <laughs> uh-huh. there's a certain level of discrimination against chinese mm. and russian diaspora rather than the american
2: good point good point anyway. i mean there's just so many and you know these rules are quite confusing at times so you've mm-hmm. got to really do your research when you are researching these visas but the good thing is, is that when you do go to these immigration offices you know they do provide a lot of english services and and i think they are very
0: helpful it used to be the case that you have to wait for a long time these days uh, online booking is generally yeah, required right. and, and you don't have to spend the entire mm-hmm. day there right mm-hmm. cedric uh do you want to say anything else about any of these issues because i i do want to stress that anybody who's suffering at the moment from any form of discrimination including on the back of huang yoan's comments because i'm sure some of his support base will be paying attention and might Perpetuate these uh, Mm. ideas. Get in touch with us at EFM this morning through Twitter, pound 1013 for 50, one per message. And that's not just today, but any time, because we'd, we'd love to follow up those kinds of stories. But Cedric, do you want to leave us with any words?
1: Yeah, sure. I, I just encourage all the foreigners out there who are either in Korea, or thinking about living in Korea, just to do your research and know what your options are and know what your rights are, essentially, as a foreigner. And then go for that. Don't just listen to what people say or even the things that are happening in the news. Know what you can qualify for and just go after it.
2: Yeah. And I guess I just want to add, there are a lot of greater services now, as you've mentioned, Alex, and it is a little bit easier in in certain areas. So as you mentioned, do your research, then I'm sure you'll find helpful information.
0: I'd like to see the sort of middle way recruitment agency industry exploding. I know there are a few recruitment agencies mm-hmm. who, who do very well with, with foreign staff, but I'd like to see, like with many of the issues here in Korea, including education, more of a middle ground. So not just about the premium ultra- big money figure type mm-hmm. industry but the middle right. way to help more people in that way. Thank you both of you Sol Insa, it's fantastic as always to have you guys in the studio that's always, our show for today. Yeah, oh, Thank always you for a pleasure us. to be here <laughs> We'll be back tomorrow 7.05 got Yerika Park and Inside Korea after the latest news headlines